The stigma is what stopped me from finding help and it also is what stopped me from telling others about what was going on with my personal struggles, right? So, so for years, Dion, who's my best friend that I'm with every day, right? The guy that, I, that I'm always talking to didn't know something, right? So imagine if Dion came across I Relate right now, and this was three years ago, and it wasn't us. And he was thinking of me as just a normal guy that had nothing wrong, right? He wouldn't have told me about it. He wouldn't have said a word. So I would have still been over in my little world suffering and not finding help, right? So I guess what I'm trying to say is for anybody out there listening, you may not know if your best friend, your loved one, your neighbor, whoever it may be, your family member, you may not know they're going through something. So it might be nice to speak up and just let them know about this way of, of, of finding some help. That was Jeff Dorchester, co-founder of I Relate, mental wellness app, with his friend and business partner for over 10 years, Dion Gonzalez. And I'm Brad, and this is Beyond the Big Red Truck Podcast. Hey everyone, what is up? Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm truly grateful that you took time out of your busy day to listen to my podcast, listen to this amazing conversation, and really to help me help you open the conversation towards mental health and resilience and overcoming obstacles and everything that we talk about here on Beyond the Big Red Truck. And I just had an amazing conversation with these two guys. They are truly passionate about what they're doing. They have both experienced some mental health struggles, and neither one knew what the other was going through, even though they were together and working together and friends for over 10 years. And they came from different industry than the mental wellness industry, but felt drawn to this. There was something missing and they have really decided to create this based on a need that they felt that maybe they could have used uh, during their, their healing process as well. So this app is called I Relate, I-R-E-L and the number eight. It's really a mental wellness social network that connects people in need with those who want help. It's safe and anonymous. It's peer-to-peer support, and it's building a community of people who have experienced maybe similar events that you have or just a place where you can get some advice and maybe a recommendation on a on a mental health provider to go see or and what gives you the opportunity to actually help others so you can go on this app and and look for some support or you can be the person that is on there to support others so it's an amazing idea i will let them explain exactly what it is because they do it way better than i do and it's just an amazing conversation and what these guys are doing is absolutely groundbreaking and who their partners are and what they're what the future is going to be with this app and what Dion and Jeff have accomplished so far. We're going to learn all about it. 
So sit back, do whatever you do when you listen to podcasts. This is going to be awesome. I guarantee it. So please enjoy the conversation with Dion Gonzalez and Jeff Dorchester. All right. Are we all here? I'm here. Yes. All right, Brad. Hello. Brad, meet Jeff. Jeff, meet Brad. Jeff, and, how's, uh, how's it going, man? Great. How are you doing? Good. Good to meet you. Yeah, really good to meet you. I've seen lots of pictures, so I kind of, you know, have a visual, but, uh, yeah, I like, uh, I'm glad, uh, glad you guys could join me. Um, you know, I'm, I know you guys are busy and it's, uh, I'm just really grateful that you guys took the time out of your day to, uh, you know, to join the conversation here and, uh, come on the podcast and spread the, uh, mental health awareness, um, you know, with whoever's going to listen to this podcast, hopefully millions of people of course you know but uh <laughs> that's what we're hoping for too we did have a, a good lunch meeting that went uh they originally scheduled two hours which is a long lunch to begin with but it went full three hours so i think they will definitely be interested in um listening to the podcast as well as maybe even cross-promoting it somehow i'm not sure but we can ask them too yeah and uh you know uh you guys were talking to responder strong and they're in Colorado yep. as well, right? Yep, yep. Yeah. yeah, cool. Maybe, yeah, I mean, uh, just the more connections I think we can all have together, you know, uh, and maybe they maybe they even want to uh, put someone on the podcast and uh, we can, uh, you know, help them with the, what they're doing. And, I mean, it's all, you know, the the amazing thing about connecting with all these people and, and, uh, you know, with yourselves included and, and all the people I'm connecting with and that you're connecting with is we're all trying to do the same thing and, uh, you know, exactly. really start the conversation about mental health and, and, uh, you know, making it, making the conversation normal is really, you know, what it's all about and starting it, you know, and, uh, that's just such a massive thing and, and, uh, kind of, you know, what your, uh, what I believe your app is, you know, is really trying to do. And, uh, yeah, man, I, I love it. You guys, uh, you guys are doing amazing stuff. So thank you for that. <laughs> hey, you're welcome. Well, yeah. thank you for the platform and, and yeah, you're right. Let's all help each other and get the word out. <clears throat> I kind of laugh when you say normalized because that's exactly how we describe it too. So we're all, we're all singing from the same choir books you know as they say and uh, let's get it out there and start getting people the help they need and realize that we're all like eric's you know organizations and we're all a little crazy let's just admit it and help each other out yeah because you know what also too that you know the normal the normalism about it is and and like yeah i guess it's probably because i am so open about my story and you know i just because it is a part of me, I've accepted it. I've done healing around it. I still have lots of work to do. It's a constant, you know, it's not as intense as it was, but you know, there are days when I still have to deal with stuff and, uh, but I have the tools to do it now. And, uh, and talking about it is what honestly makes it normal for me. I because it's part of me, it's normal. I hit it for so right. long and hit it and didn't talk about it and, and pretended everything was okay that, uh, you know, now that I'm talking about it, it is just normal. Like it's really, we're not like really 
you know, creating something that, that isn't there already. It's just about increasing people's awareness that, that it is normal. And once you are able to take that step and, and talk about it, um, you know, whether it's on an app or whatever it is, you know, we hope people all use your app because I think it's a great resource. Um, but it is that that's the normal part of it for me. So, um, again, uh, I think, uh, like you said, we're all, uh, we're all beating the same drum here, but anyways, as you can tell, uh, I do like to talk a lot, but, uh, I really want to hear some stuff about you guys and, and, uh, you know, kind of your stories and where you, how you got to where you are now and, and, you know, the app and, and your kind of your backgrounds and that. So Dion, do you want to, uh, lead the way here and, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and, uh, you know, where you came from and, and, uh, you know, how you got to where you are now. That'd be awesome. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure, Brad. Um, well, yeah, you know, my background, I'm an entrepreneur. I've, uh, been fortunate to have three companies that have built and, and sold. Um, Jeff and I have worked together for about the past 10 years. And prior to, um, us going down the path of I relate, we, had worked together in, uh, a mar- with a marketing automation and payments company, so really helping businesses uh, market to customers based on actual buying patterns and uh, trying to be innovative in that space. So we were innovative in that space. We were fortunate enough to get that into 18 different countries, six different languages, and and uh, then we sold that company and started a, a new payment processing company. We departed that company in late 2017 and. At that point, we, we both said, yeah, well, we know we want to continue to work together. What do we want to do? And uh, we were tossing around a few ideas around data analytics and how to really use that uh, for the greater good. And we're both at the stage in our life where we want to do something that's good for people and where can we make an impact, right? So um, we tossed around a few ideas, and then Jeff called me one night and said, Hey, I have an idea for an app that I think we should build. And, not, and Jeff can fill in the, the full story on that because it, it initiated essentially from him. He's going to need yeah. some help building it out and I'm going to run it by you. And I said, well, you know, I can't really talk right now, Jeff, because I'm dealing with some family issues right now that I've got to take care of and that are pretty imminent. And he said, well, I think this, this will help with that. So give me a call when you get done. And uh, so obviously my interest was peaked and, so I dealt with the, the family issues that we had at that particular instance. We had, had some, we had four kids and one of them was having some challenges and uh, things that you just experience as a father. And so, um, called Jeff back and said, Hey, what, what are you thinking? And he just said, you know, I'm thinking about doing this mental health app and we're in a couple of car groups together on Facebook. And he started telling me a story about one of the guys reaching out to him on Facebook and mental health. But what really hit home with me Brad was, Jeff and I, like I said, have been working together for almost 10 years, um, pretty much every single day. And, you know, uh, even though we live in different parts of, of, the, of the city, we do try to get together and have fun with the families and everything. And uh, Jeff had a heart condition, but he told me that he was suffering, which he's, he's gotten through that now, but he was suffering from depression. And I had no idea. You know, he, yeah. he didn't bring it up. Right. And um, and my first reaction was I was a bit shocked. The second thing was I said, well, why didn't you tell me? Right. You know, like, dude, why didn't you tell me we were, we're, we're tight? 
And he said, you know, I didn't want to burden you. And I didn't know what you would think. And, you know, and at the same time, when I was dealing with the family issues here, I didn't, he knew some of it, but he didn't tell, I didn't tell him everything because of the same reason. Right. And that's kind of like when the light bulb went on for me and uh, Jeff started telling me about an app that he was thinking about that we should build regarding um, a mental health chat app. And so I said, sure, let's sleep. I'm going to sleep on it. And, but the idea started going and I started thinking of all the different areas that we could help and doing a little research and seeing the, you know, the first thing that everybody kind of sees is one in five adults will experience a mental health challenge in any given year. And I think that's a very underreported statistic. I think it's much higher than 20%, oh, yeah. but that's what kind of brought us, brought us here, um, you know, to, to start building out I relate. So I'll turn it over to Jeff to fill in the other parts of the story, but um, you know, we launched in February. We have some amazing traction, and we're glad to be talking to folks like yourself that help out, uh, help spread the word. We have some really exciting things that we can share in the podcast in terms of what we're doing to take the app to the next level by way of help with Microsoft being part of the Microsoft for Startups program. So we can talk all about it uh, uh, from there. But yeah, I'll turn it over to Jeff, and he can fill in his side of it. All right, Jeff. You're still there? Hey. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still here. Awesome. So, yeah, thanks for uh, doing that, that great sort of intro there, Dion. And uh, <laughs> glad to sort of fill in and my part of the, the thing that got me to the point where I had to make that call to Dion one night and tell him what was going on with me. So, um, well, it really started out with a couple things. One was a personal issue I had where my, my heart wasn't working so hot one day and went through a few days of saying what's wrong with my body and it ultimately ended up with a code red guy in the ER that got shocked and uh, they just reset my heart to get it to work right and uh, that what they didn't tell me after they, they got my heart working right was that my, my brain might not work right because of all the stuff I had just been through so um, I personally kind of struggled not only with my physical health but the, the new challenges of well, depression and anxiety and all these different things that were happening because of my physical health deteriorating right. and going through a traumatic experience and so forth. So the last thing I really wanted to do was, well, burden people and, and, and you know, talk to people about stuff that felt like, you know, I should just fuck her up under top type thing and mm-hmm. keep my chin up and, and hold those things in and, and, you know, be strong and tough and all that kind of stuff. But Really what happens when you do that is you you internalize and, and you start to get worse and worse and worse, right? And especially if you don't talk to anybody about it, yay, it sort of piles on to the last day's worth of bad things. And it just gets worse and worse and worse. So I was dealing with that in various ways over time. And uh, one thing I found, like, like yeah, if you you talk to people through that area, like, uh, you know, things like Messenger and, and ways to talk to people. And maybe you don't know who they are, but you're able to sort of open up, right? Because now there's no stigma with somebody you don't know hearing your story. Are you asking you what's going on? Are you asking them what's going on? And you can actually get to the heart of things pretty quick. Right. Uh, this one night on Facebook in this Messenger group, I saw this guy spiraling, and he was going pretty bad. I, I didn't know who the guy was. But I could tell that he needed help. So I reached out, started talking to him, and realized that he was extremely at risk. And he had 
thanked me for, for saving his life that night. And the story just got more and more crazy after that about him telling me previous suicide attempts that actually worked and him being brought back and that just me reaching out that one night through some simple interface like Messenger and talking to them and bringing them back out of this dark state was, you know, obviously life-changing. So that was kind of that moment when I said to myself, maybe there's a bigger thing going on here that's missing, and that would yeah. be the need for a, a, a chat out, and especially one that's anonymous, you know, that you can get on and you don't have to worry about who's who. Right. Uh, and I liken it, and I told this to, to Dion, you know, like I, years ago I played in a, one of these, these video games on your phone where you're in alliance, you know, like a clash of clans type thing. And you're, you're paired together with 50 people around the world in your alliance. And none of you know who anybody is, but at the end of the day, you're all talking and you're friends. And you can tell someone down and you say, what's going on? You know, someone would jump in and say, like, I'm having a horrible day. And then there's a bunch of people saying, hey, you know, tell me what went wrong. And you end up helping people do stuff. And you, you don't mind asking those people for support because they're obviously not your circle of friends like Dion was to me where I didn't want to burden him. Right. So, um, yeah, thought about let's actually do something different with what we've seen. There's a ton of chat apps out there, you know, that, that allow people to get together, but none of them have said, hey, let's make it around this forum. Right. And let's, let's have a subject matter here. And let's be here for the right reason to, to either ask people, how do I get through this? And to have somebody there who's been through that to actually answer that question back. So, you know, we're really the this, this peer-to-peer chat support, uh, social network for mental health and all sorts of versions of it. So that's really the story that got me here. Yeah, no, that's... <laughs> At least for the last, uh, last bit for I Relate. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I love it. It's, uh, you know, it's amazing... When you hear stories about, you know, someone, their, their, their aha moment or, or, you know, when they decided to do what they're going to do. And, uh, yeah, I love hearing that because it's very similar to me for what I'm doing. You know, I honestly, uh, you know, there's a whole bunch of things that happened for me that, that, uh, weren't, you know, work related or, or that kind of stuff, but actual people, involved and and i just know you know i just knew uh that that's what i needed to do you know i i heard just from i can't even remember which was an entrepreneur when i was you know thinking about starting my own business and that and and it was you know their their advice was what are people asking you for that's what you should do you know what advice are people asking you for what support are they asking you for that type of stuff and that's when i knew um, you know, that I needed to, to do that. So anyways, uh, I, I can totally relate to, uh, to what you guys are going through and, or what, not your, what you're going through, but what you have been through and, and where you are now. And, and I love it, man. The, the app, uh, which we haven't really, uh, haven't really uh, mentioned the name yet is, is I relate I R E L eight. And, uh, yeah, if, uh, Dion, I don't know if you want to kind of describe what the intent of the app is um, or, you know, kind of, I, I know yeah. I, like there's a whole bunch of, uh, you know, stuff on, on your website, but I'll let you guys talk about that. But one of the things that I 
that I just love too about uh, you know what the stuff that I've read about you guys and and in your about section on your on your website I relate I R E L eight dot org uh, what makes us tick and it, it goes through a few things but then it just talks about that we're human and have problems like everyone else and I think that is massive because all these things that are you know that that are happening to us about having these emotions and having these thoughts and having you know struggles is just part of being human and uh so i love that part and uh i'm super excited to hear more about the app so uh which which i do have and yeah. uh and uh we can talk about that in a bit but yeah yeah happy happy to to talk about that and you're right this is all about humans and it's all about people right and, and it sounds a little cliche but we're all people so we're all going to go through this but fundamentally we believe that people have an inmate need to connect with one another right where you need to have that person to talk to whether it's not um, you know something you can really confide in but what we often find is especially people out there with close circles of friends don't want to expose themselves because they're afraid of the stigma. So what we've just done with I relate is it's our, 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 essentially it's a social network for mental health that helps people relate to each other. It's anonymous. It's peer to peer. It's not a counseling app. So it's designed um, to not provide clinical advice. It's, it's, it's been designed so that people can relate to one another, help and heal. You'll hear us say that a lot um, in an anonymous way because we believe that being anonymous and being able to share your story um, with others that have been there, done that, is a really easy way to get you through potentially a crisis mode or even pre-crisis mode. And then if you still need professional help, um, we're working with um, some additional partners that they can extend and go or go beyond I relate to get that professional help. But really, we believe that talk therapy um, is a very effective method of helping and healing. So uh, there's a lot of things that we're building into, Brad, in terms yeah. of making the application uh, very um, accessible. Um, and one of those things is an, is an example is, um, it, coming in early September, we'll be doing a big launch uh, with the help of Microsoft and the Translate services to be able to work in 63 different languages. So oh, wow. that's when we'll be able to take this to a global level. Um, and the really cool piece about that is um, you can chat in your native language and in near real time as fast as it can possibly be without it being instant you'll be able to see that message come to you in your native language. So here in Canada, you have a lot of folks that speak French. If I'm here in, in the United States and I'm speaking English, but some of these predominant languages uh, are French in Canada, I can type something. They'll see it in French. They can type back to me in French. I'll see it in English. So we're really about um, breaking down the borders as it relates to that. Um, relate, no pun intended there, but, it, it, you know, it always comes up. Uh, about yeah. people being able to relate. So we'll, we'll be doing a lot of that. Um, I'll let Jeff talk a little bit about how the app works in terms of the structure of it, with yeah. the rooms and groups and stuff like that. Um, but so those are some of the really exciting things that we're doing. And um, we're also built, I should mention this too, everything is extremely secure, extremely confidential. We're using best practices, again, 
um, by help of uh, by way of help with Microsoft, we're working with them um, pretty much on a daily basis uh, to do a lot of this. So, uh, it's, uh, highly scalable and secure technology out there to uh, be able to help us uh, create a positive impact on mental health throughout the entire world. Yeah, you know that's that's amazing. Uh, the like you said, breaking down uh, the barriers and breaking down the borders because. Honestly, I think it's hard enough for someone to get up the courage to even go on the app. And second of all, if they go into and, you know, Jeff will explain more, but if they go into their room, their safe room, and there's not somebody in there who can talk to them because of a language barrier, I think that would lead to disappointment and lead to, you know, more, you know, not more problems, but more you know, just more of a, I don't belong and that type of stuff. So I think that is absolutely amazing. And, uh, um, yeah, I can't wait for you guys to launch that. That's, that's amazing. So Jeff, um, yeah, we're excited. yeah, maybe, uh, like Dion was talking about, if you want to just kind of explain about the app and how to get it and how it kind of, how the platform works and the different rooms and all that stuff. Sure. And cause yeah, it's, uh, it's really cool. I, I was, I've been, uh, I've been navigating around and joined a few rooms and uh, yeah, it's awesome. So uh, go for it, man. Cool. Well, glad, you, glad you've been in there and jumping around and seeing stuff, you know? Yeah. It is good to get in there and, and be able to have a safe place. And, and I think, you know, that safe place is what allows people to speak up, you know? And, and we, we try to make it safe from the start. So, and when I say that is, you know, obviously if you, if you're, if you're dealing with something and if you're looking for help, the last thing you're looking at it was fill out long forms. And, and also, if you're trying to hide, the last thing you want to know is to, or want to do is let somebody know who you are. And uh, we, don't, we don't require that on sign-up. So our sign-up process is very simple. We just require that there is an email that you can verify that you have connectivity to, and that will be your account email. Uh, that could be uh, John Doe at Gmail, you know, for all intents and purposes, right? right. Um, once you sign up and you're, you're in the app and you can just start chatting right away, you don't even have to go and, and uh, set up your, your user account if you don't want to. And if you do want to, you can go and change the, the name we've given you. So, like, we, we randomly generate names on startup and it would be, like, display name X534, whatever it might be, right? Yeah. So if you want to go change your name down the line because you 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 don't want to be called back, you can go in and change your name to John Doe or whatever it is you want it to be, right? And and that's really where this anonymity starts is that we're not requiring you to uh, fill out a huge clinical form telling everybody on uh, you know in the app who what your real name is, all your problems you're dealing with because. That's not the point here. The point here is that you can go in and, and, and have a nice place to go and find that support that you're looking for. So we do that by really splitting up um, categories of rooms. And rooms are our highest level of things. Um, rooms are available to everybody in the app. And these rooms, like I said, have categories. So we have rooms uh, for, for different mental health challenges like anxiety, uh, depression, PTSD, uh, alcoholism, whatever it may be, that uh, we find that, that, that users can go and, and talk to other like-minded individuals 
principles to seek that guidance or help from people that have been there and done that and, right. you know, walked a mile in the shoes, so to speak. People that relate. And that's what we found was sort of missing a lot in um, some of these clinical approaches to things. Uh, while we are the biggest advocate of seeking clinical help, if you can, um, that is the way to go. But prior to that, we found that there's a, a big gap missing where let's say somebody is just off a little bit, right? Or it's before they've stacked on days and days, months and months and years and years of hiding their problems or denying the, the issues they've had and they haven't been willing to go seek help. And, and for various reasons, right? You know, the stigma, uh, the not having anonymity, whatever it may be. Right. So we find that, that we're this sort of stopgap in between. And by connecting users through these rooms, they can get that peer-to-peer support that's needed. And, and it's really a talk therapy environment. And if you look at a lot of the psychological um, studies that have been out where you compare effectiveness of uh, talk therapy to some medication therapy out there, you'll find that the talk therapy is, is being found to be a heck of a lot more advantageous, you know, it's a lot more effective. So we're giving a platform that allows that, right? Right. Now, the other thing the app does, uh, like all other social networks, is allows people to become friends, you know? So you can, you can be in chat rooms and, and maybe find somebody that's a lot more like-minded than others, and, and you feel like you're ready to make them a friend. Well, you can. And when you do that, you're allowed to have one-on-one chats with those people. And sort of the hope there someday is that people will go on, they'll find somebody that, that gets them, and they can connect and hopefully become maybe a mentor relationship, really help guide someone through things or always be there for somebody. We also allow uh, friends to create private groups, and these private groups are sort of, sort of like a room, but everything's invite only. But it's multiple people, and they're able to get in there and, and share similar stories and, and have uh, you know, a more private aspect versus just a worldwide room. So we think in those terms of the three main things, um, that's really our, our sweet spot of, of how we connect people. Nice. However, um, we've started working with, with partners, and, and we've realized that partners have come to us saying, wow, this is a great forum, a great way to connect. You know, is there a way that we can have a private room in here? And so we do have partners that we allow private rooms for, and those are ones where the partner uh, gets to to invite uh, their constituents or people they work with to the app, and they're assigned the ability to join those private rooms. So it's really like, you know, a mini club within the app. We also have the ability for what we call these semi-private rooms, and this is like a really cool thing that we've, we've started lately as well. And this is, uh, it gives us the ability to support communities of people or groups of people in the real world. So for instance, first responders in general have a place in our app where they can go and be with other first responders, whether it be police, firefighters, EMS, you know, um, and, and because and, we know that there are daily challenges and struggles, real-life circumstances that first responders go through where they know that they want to be around like-minded individuals like them. Right. You know, well, they Brad, don't want to Brad, just be in the, just in the general pop. Yeah, Brad, you 
can speak to that firsthand, given your your background, right? Well, yeah, because also, you know, as a you know a first responder or a, you know a former, soon to be former first responder, uh, in that sense, but uh the that's you know it's the comfort of of knowing that you know we all as a first responder you go on different runs and different calls in different cities but in the end they're all very relatable and most of us have you know probably throughout the world have gone through the same similar calls and similar experiences so to have that support uh that peer support from someone who has you know, maybe not just experienced the effects, but the actual events are similar too. Um, and that makes it so relatable. So that is a massive, uh, you know, a massively important part of uh, what you guys are doing for sure to break it down that way. Totally. And, 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 and that's really, you know, when we, when we started talking with, with partners and, and, and real world users, we realized, that that's what's needed, right? So we're trying to make it something for people that that's going to help, and uh, we found that that it is helping. So that's it's amazing to see what what happens when you when you're able to connect people this way. Yeah, and uh, just you know, even navigating through the app and uh, and and the rooms, the different rooms. I mean, I don't know how many there are, but I don't know thirty. Is there thirty rooms ish? But and even if if you're looking for something like PTSD, there's it's not just PTSD, but it's PTSD trauma, PTSD war and combat, PTSD sexual assault. So you know there's all different rooms inside the different categories as well. So you're not just going into you can go into like I can see in you know, on mine, um, that I, there is a PTSD room, just an open PTSD room, or there's different, uh, you know, subcategories. So, and, and it's like that for all of them, all the, and I mean, you guys know this, but I'm just, I'm just scrolling through my app right now, uh, looking at anxiety, depression, mood, eating, eating anorexia, eating binge, addiction, addiction and impulse, you know, all these things. So it's not just, um, you know, you have, two or three categories in there, you guys have taken everything and, you know, spent the time to, to break this down based on a need out there for people to get specific. If they want to get really specific, they're able to do that too, which I, which I think is, you know, is going to be super helpful for, for people looking to, uh, to get some help. For sure. Definitely. Definitely. So yeah, cool. I uh, I also I don't think we talked about uh, who who can get the app or is there? Do you just have to? Because I know you can get it. Uh, it's for Android or for um, like for iPhone or or yep. i products, whatever you want, Apple products. But uh, uh, is there like an age restriction or anything like that? That's it, that's on there. Is this pretty much open to anyone, or? Yeah, that's, that's, a, good, that's a good question, Brad. So, um, there's, you know, the we don't have an age gating restriction on it right now. Um, we are looking at the communities that we serve, and 
Um, we have age rating 17 plus, but it's not necessarily an age restriction per se, right? right? Um, but, you know, what we're finding is, and as I mentioned, we launched in February. We're seeing amazing traction and growth. Um, so we're very excited and not only helping thousands of users, but really millions and we believe billions when we get to a global level. But to give you an idea of some of the ages and the categories of the communities that we serve today, you know, we're working with organizations like the Green Beret Association here in the States. Um, and a lot of the folks that they work with are folks, you know, soldiers that are either currently deployed, so they're a little bit younger in age and earlier 20s. Um, all of the executive directors spent 12 tours in, Afga- in Afghanistan, so he's certainly earned all of the stripes that he has, and wow. they're all well-deserved. Um, and we've also got folks that uh, are utilizing the first responder section of the app um, for a, a city of Lakewood here in Colorado, and they're working uh, primarily providing, I relate to a lot of the younger first responders, almost kind of that millennial generation, if you will, uh, in the 20s, uh, mid, to, mid, to, going up to maybe the, the early 30s era um, of age. So those seem to be the most uh, popular groups so far. That being said, um, we've been fortunate to do some interviews, some TV interviews and radio interviews, and um, one of the, the producers of uh, one of the shows that we were on is a Vietnam veteran, oh, and uh, he's in his yeah he's in his seventies, um, late sixties, early seventies, and he immediately was drawn to the app. So, you know, I think it speaks to the larger problem that even though we have age ratings in the app, um, there's really no restriction on it. One of our other partners that we're uh, working with is called I Live For dot org. Um, a lady, uh, Ted Speaker, a lady by the name of Nikki Weber Allen, um, and her primary goal is, and working together with I Relate, is to um, help adolescents or, or uh, teens and young adults of color. Uh, she had a nephew that uh, unfortunately committed suicide a few years ago, so this has become her life's work to do that. So she's working with that um, a population that's a little bit younger. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have had discussions with schools and municipalities or, or uh, local school districts as well. And really, we feel the best way to work with them, although we don't have any schools using it today. But the best way would be for us to create that private room functionality that Jeff had mentioned, much like what the Green Beret is using. So only Green Berets are allowed to go in that. So only the school members would be able to go in that and have the administrators control access to those rooms. Um, because the app is paid, this is another key thing that I wanted to mention. You know, it's, it's cheap, right? It's 99 cents per month. Right. So it's not very expensive, but the reason that we decided to go down that path was to eliminate trolls. Um, because typically trolls don't want to pay to go abuse people. (laughs) They can go use a, you know, they can go use another social media platform that's free and troll all day long. Um, but so also that's to control access uh, for the, the partners that want to provide I relate to um, their clients or constituents or patients or students. So they control access to the app. So, um, so far we've found that those have been effective methods um, and we haven't seen bullying happen within the app. Um, Jeff and I were hoping that when we first built the app out, 
that we would build a community of folks that wanted to help and heal each other, stop that stigma with mental health, and really be there for, for one another. And we've seen that happen time and time again in the app, um, and we're very encouraged by that. And now we really want to get it, the app into more people's hands to really, and you mentioned this before, Brad, in a lot of the conversations I've listened to, to normalize the conversation about mental health so that it's as normal as us talking about, you know, a, a, a knee injury or something like that. Yeah. Um, but also to have that community where once you help somebody, you feel better behind that. And then you're, you're more empowered to help others. And then when you need help, go get it through the app as well from uh, somebody that can relate. Now, if you do need professional help, you know, as I mentioned earlier, you're not going to get clinical advice in the, in the app itself. That's for the mental health professionals that are highly qualified to do that. Uh, but when you just need to bounce something off of a, a brother, like the, it's what the Green Beret Association talks about. They you have a brotherhood, brotherhood. They want to just bounce something off somebody or a first responder. We've heard this time and time again is, you know, I don't know if I have PTSD, but here are the things that I'm struggling with. You know, who out there in my, that is working in a similar environment has gone through this, and what do you think? Right. You know, just give me some insight on what worked for you. Right. So that's how we're seeing the app work today and some of the impact that it's creating, and uh, it's wonderful to see. Yeah, no, and, and I like, uh, you know, the, the disclaimer there, too, about um, it not being you know, professional counseling, this, that's not the intent of the app. Right. And, and you guys talk like I'm look um, on your website and, and on the actual app. And I mean, it's very clear that this is a peer to peer uh, platform. So I help you, you help me, you know, however, uh, however that works out, but it is not, um, it is not professional uh, therapy or counseling. And, and, you know, you do say in there, if you need help you know if you're in a crisis call 911 and I, and I i want you know people Absolutely. to people to know that as yeah. well because um you know that's uh that's something that needs to be said for sure so and uh yeah you guys also i don't know if we talked uh, you you might have mentioned a little bit about um uh the the profile information yeah i think actually jeff mentioned a little bit about that too and uh just I'm looking at your frequently asked questions. Um, you know, what if I get really bad advice? Is that uh, something that you guys noticed in in part of it, or you just want to make sure that people know that this is, you know, uh, like what kind, what they're expecting and what to look for on the app? Jeff, you want to take that oh, one? Jeff, yeah, sure, yeah, you know. We sure hope that people's advice is, is right um, and, and good, um, but it's also, you know, what, we, what we've seen happen on the app a lot is people tell people their their experiences uh, a lot more often than give straight-up advice, right? Right. Because talking about what you've been through and how you've dealt with things is a heck of a lot different uh than sort of that, that pointed approach, right? A lot of people don't, I haven't seen people go in there and say, what do I do now? Right. Right. Because, because of the peer community, you know, people know that maybe people don't have answers for those questions, but what they do say is, Hey, I'm going through this. How did you get through that? Right. And you might see two, three answers or more, right? About how various people 
went through their stories and how their stories impacted their version of getting through something, right? You know, some people will say, hey, um, things from how did you deal with the situation to, hey, my doctor just implemented this, this method of trying to help me get better. Has anyone else seen that? Right. You know, and then it's it's a lot more comparative right. from what from what we've seen. Now, down the line, what we want to do is we want to start bringing in some rating systems and be able to have comments rated. You know, so if somebody went in there and did ask for advice, and and somebody responded with something that was just stellar, you know, an amazing response. And other users say, wow, that was really cool, which we've seen because you'll see some people uh, say things super nice or positive or, or whatever. And if, if people can go in and give that a thumbs up and you see somebody have a comment that has 10 thumbs up or 100 or whatever it may be, yeah, then you can start to say, yeah, that is good advice, right? Right. We've also thought about that at the user level, you know, that you could commend the user for, for being so good in the app and helping others a lot. And, and then once a, a user has enough commendations that they get some sort of star rating around being a, you know, someone that's always there for someone right. and, and does give good health, advice, healing, all that stuff. So, you know, we, we have a mix of, of what's now and what's to come. Nice. Yeah, because, you know, really, I think, too, um, like you said, people aren't necessarily, you know, looking for if the intent of your app is, is peer to peer, it is more, it's not so much about, uh, recommendations or anything like that. It is just, um, you know, this is maybe what, this is what worked for me, but you know, I guess if you're looking for more professional advice, you know, this, maybe you should, you know, call this person or call, you know, if you're in a crisis, call 911, uh, whatever that may be. Yeah, you but, bet. but, uh, yeah, it's more, uh, it's more just like you said, telling your story and, and, and hoping, uh, somebody can relate is that's really what, what can, uh, you know, help you feel like you actually belong. Cause as uh, I know for me too, I, I, I took a long time for me to really feel like I belonged anywhere with, with, uh, you know, secluding myself and not wanting to bother anybody and so i understand when you're saying you know you didn't want to jeff when you didn't want to tell dion about your you know what you're going through you know you don't want to bring anyone down because dion maybe he's going through stuff too but but you don't know because everybody kind of tries to make everyone else feel good by telling them that they feel good and uh you know that's where i think your app really can help people in knowing that everybody, you know, this is, we're trying to make the conversation normal. So it's awesome, man. Yep, so sure. where, where, sure. uh, I know we talked about a little bit, but where, where do you guys, uh, see the app going in the next little bit here? I know, um, you said uh, you talked about Microsoft and a few partners in that and, and how's, how's all that uh, going for you and, and looking at the app down the road? Yeah, maybe it's been honestly brad it's been amazing um working with microsoft and some of the technology and also the, the uh, partner community that we've been able to serve so far everything from charities like the denver dream center to um you know, the city of lakewood and 
uh, I live for, you know, the, the partners also like we're all a little crazy, the targets, mm-hmm. and professional athletes, artists, um, and celebrities who, you know, they struggle and perhaps everybody kind of idolizes them because they've reached a certain level of accomplishment in, uh, and they're on TV. But, you know, I would argue that that's probably one of the loneliest places for a person to be is in, you know, that, you know, they, the old cliche, it's lonely at the top. I believe that's a group of individuals that suffer more in silence than others because of what they're going to lose. But, you know, so in terms of where we're going with the app, we, you know, given our background in, in marketing automation and data analytics, there's a lot of things that we're going to do to the app um, in the next six to 12 months to take it beyond even the next level. Right. Uh, one um, thing that uh, we're going to be folding in uh, in the nearer term is going to be some um, machine learning, artificial intelligence around sentiment analysis. And what I mean by that is, understanding what the conversations are being, what conversations are, are being had within the app. What's the context of those conversations? And there's two major enhancements that will come through the app with that, um, that technology. Number one is moderation. So we've been very fortunate and certainly not the intent of anybody we've seen in the app right now to have any bullying or trolling going on. But we know as we get to millions of users, there is a, a likelihood that that's going to happen. So um, we're going to build in the technology that allows us to understand sentiment. And when somebody is starting to say something potentially inappropriate, we're going to mitigate that um, automatically. Uh, so that will probably go to a user that says, you know, you're violating the terms of use of either way. Um, and as a warning, and if it continues again, then they'll be removed from the app. Right. Um, and all the comments can be deleted. The second part, and this is probably uh, one of the more exciting pieces of it, Brad, is the prevention p- uh, piece that we can implement with the sentiment analysis, so understanding when people are sa- saying, especially when they're going into crisis mode. You know, we know that crisis doesn't wait for an appointment. No. So if somebody is going into crisis mode and they're talking in the app saying, I don't want to be here anymore or you know, I'm ending it all, things of that nature. With that sentiment analysis piece, we can be proactive in helping prevent that uh, person from harming themselves or others. So app would then alert, some, you know, something to the effect that it looks like you're having a hard time. Would you like to connect out to an outside therapist? Would you like to dial 911? Uh, would you like to get help in this specific room? So offer avenues for that person that's in crisis at that particular time to seek help and get it as they need to. Right. Those are just a couple of the things that, you know, we're going to roll out um, in the, in the shorter term. And what I mean by shorter term, probably the next three to six months, right. uh, we have a whole bunch of other bells and whistles that we'll do, you know, be putting out with the app over the coming year. It will certainly get more intelligent, uh, more automated. Um, Jeff mentioned some of the rating scales and user rating scales. Uh, that will feed into a larger set of uh, data that then allows us to make sure that we're always relevant with trending topics. Um, one of the things that we always look at, and unfortunately, um, there's no shortage of seeing in the news every day celebrities either um, taking their life tragically or um, having drug-related issues, something like that. So all of those topics don't only hit celebrities. You know, we're all the same here. 
those would be easy topics for all users within the app to find versus having to go into a room today. So multiple enhancements. Um, and then the last piece that I'll finish on is with the architecture that we've enabled, uh, it truly does um, allow us to serve people on a global scale. Right. Uh, so again, through, through Microsoft and the, the data centers they've literally got around the world when we deploy in 63 different languages and have that real-time conversation in your native language, the scalability is already built in to the infrastructure that we've got. So those are all just ways to get back to that foundational piece that we started talking about at the beginning. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, us believing that people have that innate need to connect with one another. Yeah. And, and you know what, that's honestly the, the part the piece that I, you know, I'm excited about the whole thing. I love what you guys are doing. I, you know, I, I'm really excited about learning, you know, learning about the app and, and you guys, and I'm, I'm so happy to have connected with you. I, you know, I'm, I think the, the part that I, that I really am interested in, I, I think it's, you know, it's, it's mind blowing how much of an impact that you guys are going to be able to have on the entire world by enabling the, and breaking down, like, like you said, breaking down the barriers and breaking down the borders of different language barriers, uh, anywhere in the world. And, for people to be able to know that they're going to get support regardless of language or where they are in the world. I think that that that's to me, that's so exciting, especially because I, you know, I'll be using the app and for me to think that I will be able to have a conversation with somebody in another country who's, you know, 8,000 miles away is, you know, is amazing. I, I love it. Like I, it just makes it so much more meaningful. So yeah, I think, uh, for me, that's, that's what I'm excited about. I don't, uh, you know, yeah, know. well it's available now, you know, I relate is available now, as you know, in yeah. Canada, um, you know, we've got it available in, um, South Africa, Australia, the UK, Ireland. Um, so yeah, we're looking to do those borders, but so yeah, Spread the word in Canada too. You know, it, it, we we know that we can help some folks out up, a little bit up north from us too. Yeah, no, up in the Great White North here, we're uh, you know we we need it too. <laughs> and and I know that I'll be I'll be uh, you know spreading the word and and uh, yeah, I just uh, I love what you guys are doing and uh, and uh, however uh, you know that I can be involved, I you know I'll I'll definitely uh, support you guys and. Um, yeah, I just uh, think you guys are, are doing something amazing and something that's not not out there. And you guys are, you know, you guys are are, are groundbreaking in what you're doing here. And uh, I love it, man. So, again, thank you, guys. You know, uh, I think we can probably, I think we pretty much nailed it. Unless, uh, do you guys have anything else that you'd like to add? I uh I have a couple questions at the end that I'll, that I'll just run by you, but, uh, just about, uh, you know, getting your, any advice for people or anything like that, or, but, uh, anything else you guys want to add before we, uh, have a couple of final little questions here? Yeah. I mean, the one thing I always just would like to say is, is the stigma is what stopped me from finding help. And it also is what stopped me from telling others about what was going on with my personal struggles, right? So, so for years, Dion, who's my, 
best friend that I'm with every day, right? The guy that, I, that I'm always talking to didn't know something, right? So imagine if Dion came across I Relate right now, and this was three years ago, and it wasn't us. And he was thinking of me as just a normal guy that had nothing wrong, right? He wouldn't have told me about it. He wouldn't have said a word. Right. So I would have nope. still been over in my little world suffering and not finding help, right? So I guess what I'm trying to say is, for anybody out there listening, you may not know if your best friend, your loved one, your neighbor, whoever it may be, your family member, you may not know they're going through something. So it might be nice to speak up and just let them know about this way of, of, of finding some help. Because you never know. They might say to themselves after you tell them, well, I'm going to go find that app and I'm going to get on there and see what I can do to help myself because I'm going through my own stuff. So that's, that's basically what I'd say. Yeah. It's hard, hard to say it, but, you know, pass the word on it, as I guess what I'm trying to say. Because no, you never know who could use the advice. Yeah, and I, and I, I agree. And, you know, it just takes it takes that courage to be the person that that just opens the conversation and 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 starts talking about it i i think too you don't have to you know necessarily ask someone about their stuff but if you open the conversation by saying hey you know what this is how i'm feeling right now and and uh you know i i i went and and i found this app and you know just in case you're ever, you know, wondering or, or needed help, this is a great resource. And but this is what's happening to me. And you know, if we can, if you know, if, if we can just have the courage to be that person to to start the conversation, I think uh, you know, we'll uh, we'll keep the ball rolling. And and like you guys say too, stop the stigma. That's your uh, that's your little slogan there. And uh, yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's great. So. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Um, where can we find you guys? I, I think I said it already and I'll put it all in the show notes and that, but, uh, your yeah. website and, and all that kind of stuff. If you guys want to plug that a little yeah, bit. Our website is, our website is I relate.org and that's I R E L and the number eight.org. And we're on the app stores over at Apple and, and Android and we're under I relate. And we also do a full spell-out. So if you did I relate as a full word, it would come up as well. But just go on there. The way we price it right now is we, we're a subscription model. So we charge uh, $0.99 cents per month in U.S. dollars for access to the uh, social network. Right. And we figure that's one of the best prices you could ever imagine, especially in the world of, of being able to help uh, with mental health. So... We know our, our price point is far less than clinical help, uh, which which leaves a little room in case you do need to escalate anything and, and do go find that clinical route. Yeah. You can also find us on Facebook, uh, I Relate, I-R-E-L-8, um, and Twitter, Instagram as well. So LinkedIn also, we've got pretty much uh, all the social major social media channels there uh, covered. So you can find us on all of those uh, as well. Nice. Well, uh, like I said, uh, thank you guys so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to, uh, to talk to me. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm super excited for the, the future, the future of your app and, 
the future of you know us us connecting and uh, spreading the word up here in the Great White North in Canada and and throughout the world. So uh, again, thank you guys for doing what you do, and um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll keep in contact and and thank you thank you so much, fellas. Yeah, thank yeah, you, Brad. Thank you. thank you for your work, everything you're doing, and yeah, absolutely. So we appreciate uh, appreciate the opportunity, and yeah, we'll certainly be in touch, and let's work on this all together. All right, we're we're stronger together for sure. Absolutely. Definitely. All right, guys, uh, have a good night in Denver, and well, thanks, uh, we'll, we'll talk soon. Thanks, Brad. Take care. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Bye bye. Well. I just want to say thanks to Jeff and Dion for joining me on the podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed the conversation. What these guys are doing is absolutely amazing. It is groundbreaking and it is filling a niche, a niche for a sense of community, a sense of belonging and just some peer to peer support. And you know where this app is going is unbelievable what they're actually going to be do what they're actually going to be doing as far as making it a global accessible resource for people who are struggling and might need some peer support and create this global community on an app i think it's truly amazing so i hope you guys enjoyed it you can find jeff and dion both on facebook on linkedin on instagram on twitter and their website like we talked about is i relate i r e l dot org and you can email them if you want to contact them at info at i relate dot org as well check out their website uh, you can access the app from the app store and you can also access the app from their website. So go get the app. Go check it out. It's only $0.99 cents a month really to to have some support like what is being offered in this app for $0.99 cents a month is unbelievable value compared to what you might have to pay for other types of uh, support to, to get some support out there. So go ahead. Get the app. Seriously, I'm I'm using it. I'm on there. Um, and yeah, it's a great place to be, to know that you have somewhere to belong. So I hope you enjoyed the conversation. Keep listening. If you did, please share this podcast. Share, share, share so more people can hear it. More people can get the help that they need. And just more people can listen. So until next time. I'm Brad, and this is Beyond the Big Red Truck Podcast. I'm out. I'm out of here. No, really, I'm out of here. Turn it off. It's over. (laughs) Just kidding. Do whatever you want. But get the app. See ya.